Welcome to The Vibrant Life, Episode 7. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, welcome to The Vibrant Life Podcast. I'm Emily Romrell, and it's a beautiful day here in Utah. I had a great week. Last weekend, we had a girls' getaway down in St. George, and all the women on my mom's side of the family got together and just had a great time. So we climbed some red rocks, we went bowling, played cards, made crafts, and more importantly, we made some good memories. So it was a great weekend. Family is so important, and I'm lucky to have amazing women in my family that I love and look up to. So shout out to the girls in my family. You know who you are. I'm also psyched for this upcoming weekend because it's General Conference, and for my friends who aren't familiar with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you can learn more on the show notes for this podcast, but all you really need to know is that General Conference is where the leaders of our church share inspired messages specifically for today and the world that we live in right now. So it's pretty awesome, and people of all faiths and backgrounds are welcome to listen in and join us and the messages are truly inspirational. So if you have time and an open mind and an open heart, I know you'll have a great experience. The first session airs tomorrow, which is April 3rd, 2021, at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time because, you know, the church is based here in Utah. So it's Mountain Time, and all sessions will be streamed live on the Church of Jesus Christ. It's not the, so let me make that clear, sorry. All sessions are going to be streamed on churchofjesuschrist.org. And will also be available on YouTube. So I have links in the show notes if you want to check that out. I hope you'll check out Conference. It's great. And drumroll, please. <laughs> That's the best drumroll I could find on short notice in my sound effects, but... You guys, it's already April and the year is a fourth over, so time continues to fly faster than ever. If you'd like to be more productive, uh, consider using the Vibrant Life Goal Planner. I've been plugging that the last couple of weeks and I really believe in it. I created it as a tool to track my own progress and I know if it's something that you're interested in, it will help you create your own vibrant life. So there is a video overview of the planner and links to buy one if you are so inclined in the show notes. And I hope you peeps are enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Uh, It's been a really good thing for me to reflect and ponder on the content each week. I really do love it. And if you like what you're hearing, a review on iTunes or Spotify would be amazing. So thanks for helping me reach more people and get this community growing. I really do appreciate that. Alrighty. Now that the business is out of the way, let's get down to why we are here, and that is the deep yes or no, which is the title of the podcast today. So I want you guys to think for a minute about when you were little, or think about the little children that you know. How do they react when you tell them good news? If they're like the kids I know, they jump up and down and yell yes or yay, which is the same difference as yes, right? And now think about how kids react when you tell them bad news. They yell no and their cute little faces scrunch up and you may or may not have a tantrum on your hands. Side note, props to all of you parents out there. 
I don't have children and I know that being a parent is the hardest job there is. So most of you are doing better than you know. And here's a shout out to keep up the good work to all the amazing parents out there. But I've always loved children. I'm the oldest of six kids and I babysat tons growing up in my own family and just in the neighborhood. And there's other children in my life. So um, kids are great. I love their innocence and I love their wonder. And I think that kids are more in tune with their inner selves than many adults are. They haven't mastered their emotions, which is an important thing to learn, which we all kind of do as we grow up. But I love that they are completely true to themselves. Kids are honest. Sometimes they ask indelicate questions, which can be hilarious. But you always know where they stand because they follow their gut. And as we grow older, many times we lose that in order to fit in and survive in society. But deep down, we all have an innate sense of what is right and what is wrong. We all have a conscience, and that's a part of a deep yes or no, but there's more to it. Humans, they have a deep sense of what is true and what is not true. When we hear something that's true, our first response is an inward yes. Think of the spark of light that comes into someone's countenance as they understand a new concept. It could be a math principle, a spiritual knowledge, or anything in between that. But the light that comes into a person's eyes is the soul saying, yes, I get that. And I get a similar feeling when I'm writing and a line feels just right, or when my favorite song comes on. The soul just knows what works and wants to say yes. In contrast, if something is inherently wrong, our first response is an inward no. When you hear sad stories on the news, when you're about to fall or see someone else fall, even when it's something silly like getting a bad card in a game, your initial response is almost always no. In fact, the words are often, oh no, because our soul knows that something is wrong. It's important to listen more carefully to our inner voices and trust our instincts, just like little children do. This empowers us to say yes or no when it really counts. Then we won't be caught up in emotional turmoil by saying yes or no for the wrong reasons. Side note, nine times out of 10, if you ask me for help, I'd be thrilled to do anything I could for you. Sincerely, I would, and I think most people are like that. If you walked up to a stranger and asked them to help, the odds would be in your favor. I need to tell you guys a quick story. So long ago in the days before smartphones or Uber, I was 18 and at school at BYU-Idaho. And my immediate family lives here in Utah, but my cousins and my grandmother lived close by. So one night I'd been to my grandma's for dinner and I stayed late visiting. So it was after 10 o'clock and I decided to drive home to my apartment and it's probably about 20 minute drive. And I had a little golden Hyundai back then. I named the car Lola and I love that and I remember the car, but for the life of me, I can't remember what the model was. <laughs> so it was a little dinky little golden car, but it was perfect for a student that was 18. But this was the night that Lola died. <laughs> My car broke down on the middle of a dark road in Annis, Idaho, and I did have a cell phone. It wasn't smart at that time, but I'd lost it the day before, so I didn't have any way to call for help. And this was out on a country highway, so it was dark, and my only option were people living in the nearby houses. 
So I left Lola and timidly walked up to the closest house in my flip-flops. But before I could knock on the door, a giant black dog jumped out of the shadows, growling, and chased me away. Luckily, he didn't chase me beyond the yard, and (laughs) I lost my flip-flops in the wet grass, so I was barefoot in shorts and a (laughs) t-shirt. And um, so I didn't know what to do, but... Uh, This time I tried the house across the street without a dog, and when a woman opened the door and I saw the kerflummoxed expression on her face, I have never felt so pitiful. (laughs) But this lady was so kind, and she led me in her home. She went across the street and rescued my shoes, and my grandma was old and didn't feel able to drive in the dark when I called her, and I could understand that. She was getting up there. I called my cousins that lived close, but they were away from home, so I ended up staying with that family for about two hours, and it was after midnight when my family finally came and rescued me, so during that time, the husband looked at my car, uh, they gave me snacks, and I even had a family prayer with them, so it was an amazing experience, actually, and I don't remember their names, but I do remember the genuine willingness for that lady and her husband to help me. And they didn't act put out even though I was a stranger and it was late at night. I could tell that they were happy to do what they could for me. And that example of kindness will stay with me for the rest of my life. So if you ever listen to this mystery family, thank you because you really did make a difference. So yeah, people are good and I believe in humanity. And I think that's important to remember with all the negativity in the world right now. But another thing that I know is that humans don't like false things. We sense when someone is fake and it's very off-putting. Because same thing, we can sense the deep yes or no coming from the other person, whether they want to show us that or not. Many times we may be asked to do something and the only reason we say yes is out of obligation. Maybe you don't want to buy Girl Scout cookies. I mean, that's a little crazy, but maybe you're working on avoiding sugar. If so, good on ya. Um, Maybe you don't have time to drive a friend to the airport, or you don't want to watch your neighbor's kids. We think it's rude if we say no, but if we say a grudging yes, most of the time we'll have some negative baggage that comes with that yes. We think about the inconvenience and what we would rather be doing. So our minds and hearts really aren't in the best place. Again, help if you can. Most of the time, you will be sincere in your desire to do good for others. Most of us are. So just take a quick minute to listen to your inner voice and ask the question, is it a deep yes or a deep no? Either option is valid. Just do what's best for you. The other side of a deep yes or no is fear. And many times, I know I have, we let uh, fear stop us from saying a deep yes to new experiences or opportunities. We might ask ourselves, do I really want to go on that freakishly high roller coaster? The inner voice says yes, but fear says no. Do you want to travel to a new place? Do you want to change jobs? Do you want to take dancing lessons? Do you want to write stories? Do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to start a podcast? (laughs) The inner voice says yes, but fear says no. It's just as important to say yes to the right things as it is to say no to the wrong things. 
So I encourage you guys to take a little time and consider how often you are looking inside and asking if what you do is in response to a deep yes or a deep no. Also, recognize those joyful moments when your soul says yes to happy things. Be gentle with yourself when hard things happen and your soul says, oh no. Those are the moments that make life precious and you guessed it, vibrant. I hope you have a great week, everybody. Check out General Conference if that feels like a deep yes. And uh, as always, live the vibrant life.